Mission Mobilization Chats with Ryan Shaw, Multiplying Mission Mobilization Movements. This podcast is powered by Global Mission Mobilization Initiative. Subscribe, watch, and listen on YouTube today. Find more exciting resources, teachings, and tools for mission mobilization on globalmmi.net. Happy New Year to you. Welcome to the Mission Mobilization Chats. We are starting here. This is our 12th uh, episode of these chats, these podcast uh, episodes. And in these episodes, we are considering foundational, the foundational importance of mission mobilization, how we should be seeing mission mobilization, how we should be understanding it, and really most important, how it can be implemented better more and more and more into our global uh, church individual ministries. So in this particular episode, episode number 12, we want to look at the diversity of types or we can say categories or functions of mission mobilizers. So mission mobilizers we know are the conduit for empowering local churches to become activated in the Great Commission. But we need to remember there's many different kinds or types or functions of mission mobilizers. So I believe that one reason for the overall misunderstanding of the role of the mission mobilizer is because it has become a little bit minimized. We've misunderstood it a little bit, even among mobilizers ourselves. And the way that we've minimized it is to make it just one-dimensional meaning that mission mobilizers are kind of minimized to be those that just recruit a few laborers for a particular organization. That is generally how we understand mission mobilization or mission mobilizers. But God has so much more for this vital and crucial role, the crucial role of being a mission mobilizer. It's actually a very large, it's a complex, it's a multifaceted role that has many, many types connected to it. And so we want to spend some time in this session kind of looking at what are uh, some of those different types. So one reason, again, I believe that mission mobilization has such little emphasis right now across the whole body of Christ is because we've failed to recognize just how many people actually fall into this category of being a mission mobilizer. Not all mobilizers are the same. Uh, Many leaders who are out there right now might not consider themselves mission mobilizers, but they actually have the role to be so, they're just not aware of it. And so part of mission mobilization and this episode of the podcast is to help educate us and to show us there's a bigger picture related to leadership and related to who are mission mobilizers in the global body of Christ. You might be surprised. It's much bigger than we've understood it uh, to be. And so in order to see the body of Christ come into fullness in her calling uh, in mission mobilization, we need to understand the variety uh, of mobilizer types. And it's very important to remember Not one of these types is more important than the other. Paul often talked in the New Testament about the illustration of the church being a body, the body of Christ, all different parts, not one part being more important than the other, 
all parts together. And so as we have many different parts that are mobilizers, we want to show that there's many, many more leaders actually that are mobilizers than we've come to realize. And each of them are vital. Each piece, each part of the body are very, very uh, necessary. We need all of them, but we need all of them functioning at a high quality, functioning at a high capacity across many uh, ministry structures in the body of Christ. If we want to see the global church rightly becoming all that God intends for her to be in mission, then all of these mobilizer types that we're going to talk about, we need to be growing into maturity, understanding our role, understanding our calling, understanding our function as leaders and as mission mobilizers so that we are rightly calling the body of Christ into this primary role of being God's missionary people, reaching all the peoples of the earth. So the main point I want you to take away in this episode uh, is to emphasize that many more leaders fall into this category of mobilizer than maybe you've realized, than maybe we as the corporate church than maybe we've realized. It's much more than just a one-dimensional person who recruits a few laborers for specific organizations, for uh, specific mission agencies. It's much more dynamic than that. We thank God for that. We praise the Lord. That's a pivotal role. But mission mobilization and the mission mobilizer is much broader than this. Now, the passage we're going to look at, we've looked at in several uh, episodes previous to this. It's Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 11, let me read it for us. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. This is Paul talking to the church at Ephesus. It's a primary passage, actually, about the gifts that God gives, particular to leaders, okay, related to the church and how God wants to see his church moving forward through the spiritual empowerment of leaders who are then equipping the members of their ministries for them to do the work of the ministry. And we can say the work of cross-cultural ministry. So we're familiar with this verse. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. So in some circles, we might be familiar with this, known as kind of the five-fold ministry passage, right? So in this one verse... Paul is revealing five core areas of leadership that Jesus has established for the purpose of equipping the body of Christ. So this passage, this verse is in context to the releasing of gifts, these five major gifts for the purpose of empowering the global church so that it can accomplish its corporate calling as God's missionary people. That is what mission mobilization is all about. So it must be constantly kept on the upper part of our hearts, in the upper part of our minds even, that all of these five, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, that each of these five is meant to function in accordance with God's big picture, uh, global, redemptive purposes. Now, if we will see each of these fivefold ministries in that light, then the, the only conclusion that we can come to, therefore, is that each of these five leadership functions, or some would call them offices, right, is also meant to be seen as a type of mobilizer. So, 
there's an apostolic mobilizer. There's a prophet mobilizer. There's an evangelist mobilizer. There's a pastor mobilizer. There are teacher mobilizers. And we need to understand these primary gifts of leadership offices given to the body of Christ for the purpose of equipping if we rightly understand God's global picture of his redemptive purposes being realized through the church then we have to conclude that Paul clearly saw it in his mind when he laid out these uh, layers or levels of leadership that he understood that these five he implied and it's very clear throughout that he implied that these five leaders were to be mission mobilizers as well. And as we looked, I think, in the last episode, that Paul himself is really one of the greatest mobilizer examples that we have. Jesus also, God the Father also, that we looked at a little bit in our previous sessions. So as mentioned in other episodes, mission mobilization is a key part of what the church is meant to be doing, meant to be involved in. And this is implied constantly throughout the New Testament. So in a very similar way, the role of mission mobilizer is also interconnected with these five fold ministry leadership kinds of roles. Each of these core leadership roles has an element, many elements, connected, interconnected with this vital calling of a mission mobilizer. So therefore, that means that leaders falling into these five offices, many of you are leaders that are connected to these offices in one way or another. So leaders falling into these five-fold ministry functions or offices, they're meant to also be practically functioning as mission mobilizers. And so each of these vital mobilizer roles is for a distinct purpose. And Paul goes on in verse 12 and 13. He highlights it. What's the purpose of these five, which uh, evidently, and the implication is that they also are mission mobilizers. Well, what's the purpose of those roles? It's to equip the saints that they might do the work of the ministry. Not those five-fold leaders. Okay? They are mission mobilizers meant to empower and equip others to rise up in their, uh, in their calling in the Great Commission. So our role then as these five-fold ministry leaders is to empower and to mobilize and to equip the members of our ministries so that they can identify their own gifts, so that they can discern how God wants them to use these gifts in a mission particular role, and then they're activated into that particular mission calling. That might be in their local community, that might be at their workplace, in their university, with a near culture, or it might be a more distant culture across their country, maybe even crossing uh, country barriers. So ministry leadership then, as a whole, if it's rightly focused on God's redemptive plan and purpose for his church, ministry leadership is for the distinct purpose of equipping God's churches to be educated, inspired, and activated as what we call Great Commission ministries. Ministries that are emphasizing the Great Commission. That is the ultimate purpose of ministry leadership. Now, this is different than how we have come to see it and understand it in a traditional way. But we need to come back to the Bible and what the Bible says, these five core roles in leadership, they're 
connected as mission mobilizers and their purpose is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Their purpose is to equip local ministries for the sake uh, of the Great Commission. So we know that every local church's calling uh, is meant to be about, their calling is to emphasize actually the Great Commission within the life of their fellowship, within the life of their fellowship. So let's consider a little bit these five, all right? I want to look at, I want to break these five down and kind of consider uh, what they do as a mobilizer, okay? What they do, who they serve, and maybe a little bit of how they function, all right? So we're going to start with the pastor mobilizer, though the list doesn't start with that one. I want to start with that one because that's the one that's actually the most common, all right. Most people are familiar with the idea of, okay, I have a pastor, All right, whoever that person might be. So a pastor mobilizer. So this type of mobilizer is a pastor or a ministry leader that oversees generally one local church or one local ministry group. Now this might be a local church. It could also be a campus ministry fellowship. It could even be a Bible study leader. Okay. Pastor mobilizers could be over five people, over 10 people in a small Bible study, maybe uh, even in a WhatsApp group. You might have a WhatsApp group of 5, 10, 15, 20 people that you are pastoring. All right. Well, you can be a pastor mobilizer in that context. So the Latin word for pastor is actually shepherd. We're familiar with that. We understand the idea of being a shepherd, and that's what kind of a pastor is meant to be. So what God is saying is that he wants to raise up shepherd-type mobilizers who will see their primary role in their church or ministry leadership as being to prepare and to mobilize their flock, however big that flock is, 5, 10, 15, 20, 100, 1,000 different people, to mobilize their flock to be God's missionary community both in a local setting with near culture peoples reaching out on the university campus, finding unreached peoples in your own local community setting. We say though that's reaching out to near culture peoples, but also to distant culture peoples. That is part of what a shepherd mobilizer's purpose is, to prepare and to mobilize their flock to grow deep in God, number one, and then once they're getting deep with God, to let that overflow of the life and the love of God that is within them compel them, as Paul said, I'm compelled outward to go and to now minister among near cultures and to minister among distant cultures. So the pastor mobilizer is involved in this process. And this does not, again, just to say it again, this does not refer to merely recruiting one or two laborers. Okay, we're talking here instead about the macro view of mission mobilization, which means to guide my ministry on the journey of being mobilized and equipped so that the whole church in one way or another is engaged in their roles in the Great Commission. Okay, and those roles are multifaceted. There's many different roles uh, that people can take in doing the work of cross-cultural ministry, both globally uh, or both uh, locally and even more distant, or we could say uh, globally. So through their leadership, 
the, the leadership of pastor mobilizers. They are encouraging growth in, in, uh, and understanding in mission across their whole group. Again, maybe their group is five people. You could be a pastor mobilizer over a WhatsApp group of five people. Okay, So don't let kind of the traditional idea of a pastor in a local church. Yes, there's many of that, and, and those also are called as pastor mobilizers. Okay, But you could be a pastor over a Bible study. You could be pastor over uh, a Facebook group, whatever it is. And through your leadership then, you are helping your group, however big or whoever they are, to understand mission in a deeper way, in a biblical way. So without pastors, deliberately, without shepherds, deliberately acting in this way, it's going to be very, very difficult to see churches and disciples mobilized because pastors are the direct shepherd that are involved in that process. Okay? So that's why we need to talk about this. We need to help pastors recognize, pastor, you are called as a mission mobilizer. That is meant to be a, a core not just a side piece of your calling, it's meant to be a core part of who you are in your five-fold ministry as a pastor, as a shepherd. You are meant to be a mobilizer. That means all across the earth, there are millions. We don't know the number of how many pastors there are, how many churches there are, but that means there's millions of local mobilizers who are pastors who are guiding their local ministries as a great commission ministry, which means every member in that ministry is beginning to understand the great commission and find their role in fulfilling it, whether locally or more distant uh, than just the local setting. So that's the first one, the pastor mobilizer. Now I want to go to the beginning of the list. Uh, st starts, pa Paul starts with apostle. So we can say there's an apostolic mobilizer then, an apostolic mobilizer. So this leader is usually one who's appointed to oversee a denomination. So when you think of kind of the uh, apostolic role, you think of someone who's over many, many ministries, right? Who's a bishop, who's a, who's a head leader over a denomination, over a church network, maybe over a national organization. Okay, this is the type of leader uh, that we're talking about. And these leaders, they hold and they keep at the forefront. Okay, now this is rare. But these kind of leaders, apostolic mobilizers we're talking about, they keep at the forefront of this, uh, this network or this denomination, whatever they are overseeing, they keep the big picture purpose of their ministry structures, role in the Great Commission, role in the mission movement. They keep that at the forefront. They keep that at the, uh, as the focus of why that denomination exists. So why does your church network exist, apostolic leader? Well, if you're an apostolic mobilizer, then you see from the right perspective, the New Testament perspective, that your denomination exists to see the fulfillment of the Great Commission. For every local ministry to be focused and moving towards uh, their role in fulfilling the Great Commission. So the Greek word apostle, we know it refers to the idea of one who's sent. Okay, so an apostolic message, uh, an apostolic mobilizer, sees themselves yes as a sent one, but they're in a leadership role. This is the fivefold ministry. So not only for them are they sent, but more importantly, they are meant to equip. You remember all five of these in Paul's teaching 
in Ephesians are meant for the purpose of equipping. So sometimes we see apostles saying, well, I'm the sent one. Well, that's not really the New Testament idea. The New Testament idea is that the apostle is a sent one, but more importantly, he's equipping ones who are also being sent. That is the leadership capacity. That is the mobilization capacity of uh, the apostolic uh, mobilizer. So how do they help equipping ministries to be sent out then? That means that they are dynamically involved in educating, in inspiring, in activating their entire ministry structure, their entire church network, whatever it is, their entire national organization. They are the top leader who sets the tone or sets the vision saying, we are going to be about the Great Commission. We are going to be about seeing the body of Christ, seeing our denomination enabled and empowered to be participating in this Great Commission thing. Not just, well, I'm maybe from a, a poorer background. My ch church can't do this or that or the other. No, we've talked in previous episodes and we'll continue to talk. Money should not be a defining factor. And in the apostolic mobilizer's role, they must push down this response or an excuse that says, well, we don't have money. We can't do this Great Commission thing. We can't do the cross-cultural ministry thing. Apostolic mobilizers say, no, that's nonsense. Let's talk about some other strategies. Let's understand what the Bible says about how to be raised up. So they oversee multiple local ministries right? Not just one. The pastor mobilizer oversees one. But the apostolic mobilizer, maybe it's a church network of 10. Maybe it's a denomination of a thousand local churches, whatever the number might be. What this means is that God has placed them into a leadership context where he desires them as the apostolic mobilizer to see to it that all of those local ministries that are under their uh, umbrella leadership are equipped uh, in leadership themselves, all the pastors of those individual churches that are under this apostolic uh, mobilizer's leadership, they, he needs to see that they are empowered and equipped to then produce their own Great Commission ministries. All right, so this role then, this person, this leader, they provide mobilization tools to all these ministries under their auspices. They provide courses, online courses, training courses for their leaders. They provide resources, not just money, but tools is what we mean. Resources to the local ministries that are under their direction. And really their, their purpose, they are seeking this apostolic uh, kind of dimension. They're seeking to see every local ministry that is under their leadership educated, inspired, and activated in Great Commission understanding uh, and purpose it, uh, purposes. So what they're doing then is seeing that pastors and leadership teams under of these uh, thousand or 100 or 50 or 10 uh, local ministries under their leadership, seeing that they're trained effectively to mobilize and equip their own ministries in the Great Commission. Now, this is rare to find apostolic mobilizers. That's why we have to talk about it. Most bishops and apostolic leaders, they're not thinking like this. Okay, but this is the biblical model. It's the New Testament model. And besides that, though that's, that's foundational, obviously, but it's the logical model that is going to lead us into seeing the body of Christ, growing into maturity in mission, and rightly equipped. 
not just a few missionaries going out, a few message bearers. We need the whole of our denominations empowered, equipped, raised up. That is the role of this uh, apostolic mobilizer. Next, let's look at the prophet mobilizer. So this is a leader uh, whom God re reveals specific guidance. Okay, related to strategies, related to ways to progress in the mission uh, movement as a whole, but also in the mission mobilization movement. So through these prophet mobilizer types, the spirit will often express his divine purpose, his divine will. He'll show them practical insight of how to mobilize ministries in a more effective way. He'll give them insight related to mission itself, planting churches, etc. So these prophet types of mobilizers, they speak with spiritual authority. They are ones that are hearing from God and they have discernment related to the pathways forward. The ways that the church needs to be progressing forward. So their main task, the main task of these prophet mobilizer types, is equipping others to grasp the insights related to the specific plans, the purposes, the ways of God in mission. So they kind of break down what the Bible teaches about mission and helps uh, regular folk, churchgoers, to grasp it in a, in a fresh way with new insights, with new understandings, so that it really begins to, to grab their hearts. So these also, these prophet mobilizer types, these are helping churches to remain focused on the will of God. They're coming alongside of pastor mobilizers. They're coming alongside of apostolic mobilizers. And they're helping individual local churches to remain focused on the big picture will of God. Well, what's that, what's that will? What is the focus? We know it's the, it's the fulfillment of the Great Commission. We know it's the redemptive purposes of God being realized uh, in this generation. And so prophet mobilizers keep churches, which often become, uh, I like to call it kind of focused on tunnel vision. We just see what's directly ahead of us, what we've always done, the way we've always done it, and that's church. So prophet mobilizers come alongside and say, well, it's a little bit bigger than that. Let's remain focused on being who we were called to be as great commission ministries. So we know it's easy for local churches to get sidetracked into kind of self-absorbed uh, emphasis points. Okay, so the prophet mobilizer comes alongside and says, hey, you guys, no, 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 wake up. This is who we are. This is who we are as a local church. This is who we are as the global, corporate, macro, big body of Christ. This is who we are meant to be. So prophet mobilizers really help local ministries to be reminded of the grand narrative of God being focused on redeeming multitudes of unreached people groups. That is the focus of what the Lord created the church for and what he wants to see the end time church raised up to be radically involved in. And so prophet mobilizers, they hear from God, they have the ear of the, or they have the ear, their ear pressed, listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying. They are hearing it, they're responding to it, and they're giving it out to the local churches, saying, be focused. This is the will of God for our generation, the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Be focused. These are prophet mobilizers. Now the evangelist mobilizers. So many scholars understand this role, the evangelist, right, as being the person who's gifted to do the work of evangelism. 
Some even define, and I think it's a false uh, definition, but I understand it. Some even define an evangelist as a missionary. They say, well, those two words are kind of interchangeable. But however, we need to understand a few things because remember, these fivefold are not the ones who are doing the work themselves. Paul said, these fivefold are for what? Equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. So we can't say that this evangelist, yes, he will be doing evangelism, obviously, but that's not, he's not just supposed to be doing it on his own. The purpose of the evangelist mobilizer is that uh, they are meant to raise up other evangelists, giving them understanding, particularly in the cross-cultural ministry type of, the, of dimensions. Okay? So they've been trained by God, by the hand of God himself, first to effectively evangelize people, yes, but more than that. Now, to in turn train the churches and disciples in methods of evangelism, in techniques of evangelism, so that they can be reaching out every local church in their own home setting, then across their city, maybe, looking for uh, unreached peoples in their local city setting, which now with migration and the movement of peoples all around the earth, this is happening more and more. But then also, this evangelist mobilizer is training uh, believers and disciples how to go into distant cultures. So they are the ones that are teaching, <coughs> excuse me, they're the ones that are teaching the processes of what we call church planting movements. So yes, they're doing it themselves, but then they're also training us, training churches in order to reproduce evangelism, in order to reproduce church planting movements. So these mobilizers provide tools as well. They're providing evangelistic tools and processes necessary, not just for local evangelism though, but for even evangelizing among unreached kinds of people groups. How do we go into an unreached people group and reproduce Bible studies that become local churches? How do we multiply new churches uh, in a cross-cultural kind of way? The evangelist mobilizer is meant to be teaching and training many local churches related to this. Now this role, the evangelist mobilizer, this role is intensely practical. What they are doing is revealing the how of reaping the great harvest among a specific target people group, okay? So they're showing us as the body of Christ, how do we do this? What are the practical, what are the step-by-steps of uh, planting new churches, of evangelizing a village and seeing the gospel and new churches planted within that village? These are the type, this is what an evangelist mobilizer is doing. So they're not just out doing the work themselves. They're mobilizing the church then in evangelism, in an unreached or in a cross-cultural type of format, we can say. Very, very important role. Okay? But that's a little bit different than how we traditionally have understood the five-fold ministry of evangelists. Okay? Not just to do the work of the ministry themselves. The context in this passage is clear. This is a leadership role equipping many, many others to do the work of the ministry themselves. This, we need this role in the widespread body of Christ. So if you're an evangelist out there, you're not just an evangelist to be doing the work on your own. You're an evangelist mobilizer, a type of mobilizer that is helping the church understand evangelism and being trained in it uh, among unreached people groups. Very important role. The last one we'll look at just quickly, the teacher mobilizer. 
This might be a local leader within one church, or it could be a local leader who goes around to other churches. Okay? In the New Testament setting, a teacher didn't just teach in one uh, local house church. They went around to many different churches. So a teacher, that's the difference between a teacher and a pastor. A pastor is really over one. But a teacher could teach in one, but then they also could go to another and teach, and to another and teach, and to another uh, and teach as well. So they might also be a teacher. They might uh, travel around, as I just mentioned. <clears throat> so it's their role, the teacher role, uh, mobilizer role, to open up the Word of God and to reveal the will and plan from the Word of God uh, for God's church. What is the will and plan that God has for His church? The eternal plan from eternity past to eternity future. What is the eternal plan on the heart of God for his church. Well, we know it's intimately related with the fulfillment of the Great Commission. And so teacher mobilizers root churches in discipleship. They root uh, churches in understanding the whole message of the gospel of the kingdom. And we know that the gospel of the kingdom is not just about eternal salvation. It's not the gospel of, of eternal salvation only. It's the gospel of the kingdom of God, which is, has many different elements and phases and components uh, that, these, uh, that these teacher mobilizers are involved in revealing and in teaching uh, to churches. So these um, mobilizers are teaching the members of these different churches about their calling in the Great Commission, about equipping them to be educated, inspired, and activated in their roles uh, in the Great Commission. So they, they are practically teaching or revealing the multifaceted roles within the mission movement. So a, a teacher mobilizer is a one that is involved in a local church that's saying, hey, maybe you are called to intercede uh, for the unreached peoples. That maybe is your primary calling, your primary role. Or you over here, maybe you're called to be giving uh, so that money can be used to plant new churches among the unreached. Whatever that specific calling, a teacher mobilizer is usually the one that's involved in that. So teacher mobilizers help to root the churches in the overall theme of scripture Related to the mobilizer God. We talked about that in the last uh, episode. That God is the great mobilizer who's beckoning his global church to align. <clears throat> to come into alignment with his redemptive purposes in the earth. The teacher mobilizer is reminding the church this is who we are. This is part of our core identity. Now this is a crucial role in teaching, in the teaching ministry that is largely been overlooked. Okay, teachers in this fivefold ministry uh, sense, they usually say, well, my calling is just to kind of unveil the Word of God. And they're right, it is that. But their calling is to unveil the Word of God dynamically related to God's great purpose for the church uh, in the Great Commission. And that's often been the piece that's overlooked. So I think I'll close with that. These are the five-fold ministry uh, in terms of leadership roles, but we need to see them a little differently. See them <coughs> as connected to being mission mobilizers. That is who they are. So many leaders out there, I would say millions in the body of Christ, are part of these, uh, have one of these calling in terms of the five-fold ministry calling and giftedness. Okay? But they haven't yet seen it connected in a clear-cut way to being a mission mobilizer. 
This is what we need to ask God to do. And this is what we want to train leaders to understand. Helping denominations, so the apostolic mobilizer types, helping them develop tools, develop understanding so that they see their entire ministry structure as being for the purpose of fulfilling the Great Commission. There every local church being mobilized and equipped uh, in the fulfillment of God's glorious purposes in the earth. Amen? This is a great calling, and we need to understand it connected with mission mobilization. So let me just close us in prayer. Father, we thank you for these five roles, these core leadership roles that you have specified in the New Testament. And we thank you, Lord, that they have many components involved in each one related to a mission mobilizer. Each of these five are meant to be mission mobilizers. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just push that truth into our hearts. Impart that truth deeper into each one of our hearts, Lord, that we would see the fivefold ministry as bigger than what we've traditionally understood it to be. That we would see it as being for the direct purpose of mission mobilization on the heart of God. Lord, that you, Holy Spirit, have given the gifts related to these five-fold ministries, these core leadership ministries in your body. Lord, for the purpose of mobilizing your body. Oh, Holy Spirit, we need this change of perspective. Come and teach uh, your church along this line, we pray. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We look with anticipation in the next two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, Lord, in seeing these truths more understood across leaders who are functioning in these fivefold uh, ministries. Lord, we thank you for it. We bless your mighty name in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you today. To listen to more Mission Mobilization Chats, subscribe on YouTube or go to globalmmi.net.